Hello and welcome back to the Tea with Crema. My name is Chris and I will be your host today. And I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. What up, y'all? Today we have an episode where we are checking in on our vision boards. A few months ago, towards the very beginning of the year, Emma conned me into making a vision board and setting goals to stick with this year and get ready to come with us as we figure out, did it work? Or are we starting over on vision boards part two today? Vision board 2.0. You know, we'll see. So before we get started, Emma, what are you drinking today? I am drinking some H2O because it is hotter than a mug out here in Texas. It is 98 degrees outside, which means I was not going to be drinking tea. I was just upset coming into the house and it was so hot outside. So I'm drinking water. What are you drinking today, Chris? I am still drinking tea today because what the trio was so kind and they got us a subscription to a company called sips by where they just send you samples of tea every month so i get four samples of tea every month now shout out what the trio thank you so much the tea i'm trying from sips by today is from a company called cookie tea and it's their white chocolate chip cookie and i chose this one because honestly i thought it was going to be the worst A tea from a cookie, it just did not, it didn't sound like it was going to be the business, but I actually have to say I've tried it and I, I like it. I really do. The, it's really fragrant. It truly does remind me of a cookie. And honestly, now I want to bake cookies, not like buy them from the store. I want to bake cookies to go with this tea. It's very pleasant. It is a, just in case anyone's wondering, it's a white tea and yeah, I would, I have to recommend it. I would say, yeah, it gives my two thumbs up. I'm going with it for sure. Yum. I wish I had a tookie. Just kidding. I'm still very hot. So I would be <laughs> drinking, I'd be drinking a slushy if I could drink anything right now. But mm, I did consider going to Sonic before we started recording. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fun fact. I just found a $5 gift card that I got from Sonic for a couple years ago from the hospitality committee when I won something. So, like Chris said, we are going to be discussing our vision board. We are going to be checking in. He says I conned him, yet he's an overachiever and he created two. So, our first question for today that we're going to open up is, please describe your vision board because during that episode, it was more of a planning phase. And then we did post the vision boards right after, but we didn't really get to describe what came to fruition from those vision boards so could you describe your vision board and both of them if you want to or just one pick one well my vision board was green and a rectangle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just kidding i painted the uh, the background is the brazilian flag hand painted mind you hand painted also i had to make the green because they didn't sell green 
in the thing. So I had to mix the blue and the yellow just right to get green. So now I'm an artist. Artiste. I did that because I am going to Brazil in 2022. I'm going. Not I'm planning. No, no. I'm, it's going to happen. I'm going. And on my vision board, I use stickers to represent some of the things that I'm going to be working on in this year, including but not limited to preparing for this first international trip that would include, you know, the financial part, the getting more fit part. And then I am also working on my cooking and baking and gardening and general well-being, mindfulness, yoga, meditation, things of that nature. So there are stickers and sections that represent all of these things. And yes, I did create a second vision board that was supposed to be updated monthly and kept a more logistical track of all of my goals. And I stopped using that in February. So (laughs) that's how that one went. Well, we're going to talk about that too. We're going to discuss like anything that you've been doing well on and anything that you need to work on going into the next part of the year. So when we did this, this was in January. It's now June. Chris and I are in our final leg of school. Thank you, Lord. Um, And so that's why we wanted to do a mini check-in. So on my board, mine's a little bit more colorful, and I did all of mine, I did cutouts from magazines, Chris did stickers, I do remember that, and I don't know why, now I'm looking at him like, why do I have cats on here? But I think it's just because I want a cat, and um fun fact, if you didn't know, I live with my mom, and she keeps telling me no, so maybe I put that on there to kind of like persuade her to get me a cat. This one part that I really like... On my vision board, it says, what is your wish for 2021? And I put like serenity, energy, finish strong. I think I was talking about like finishing the school year out strong because oof, I put revolution because hashtag eat the rich and uh, land back. So we out here. I also put claiming space because that is all I hope to do was claim space and reclaim space and set up spaces that were conducive to my growing and to my healing. What is your favorite part of your vision board? All of it. The entire thing. Yeah, I took a lot of work on something that I didn't have any idea how to do. It probably I guess it would be the painting in the background. I spent probably the most amount of time painting the flag, like the Brazilian flag. Yeah, you did take a lot of time to paint yours. I remember because you were sending me progress pictures and like at first it was just a green square and I was like okay where is he going with this and then it started coming together I was like oh that's lit it's like lit lit okay so next where are your vision boards one of them is hidden in my room because I don't use it anymore the logistical one and the other one hangs near my front door and I do that because I see it and then also when people come over and they ask me about it then I have to talk about it too Yeah, that's good. Mine is in my bedroom. It's right next to my desk, which is kind of where I spend a lot of time in my room, which at first it was kind of like it was put there because I had no space to put it anywhere else. But I'm glad that I put it there because I do always look at it. It's like when I'm studying for LSAT or I'm just like sitting at my desk and working, I can kind of look over and like reminding myself that, you know, what were my goals and my visions for this year. I also have a teacup on there now that I'm looking at it. I think that was supposed to represent tea with crema. Hmm. Next time I should probably write why I put things on there. Especially because yours is super abstract. Yeah, I think mine is definitely from an aesthetic point of view. I was really just going for prettiness. 
But I mean, it makes sense because like I'm also looking at I have these four pictures on there, and I think that's supposed to represent travel. It's like at a beach. I like it. I think it looks pretty every time I look at it. Okay, so next question: How are your goals coming along so far? Wonderfully, actually. I'm really good at goals, goal setting, goal accomplishing.、Mm-hmm. I can't really say I haven't done any of the things. So if I like break down in the categories, right? For fitness, I did CrossFit for three months and it. did really well. Enjoyed it. It was nice. I have taken. I have since taken a month off. I think I stopped doing that in May,、mm-hmm. and now June. I haven't done too much, but there has been a lot of work stuff that's make it that has kind of made it a bit difficult in this particular month, and then wrapping up school and just there's been a lot going on. So my intention is to start kind of getting back into that, and it's summertime, so your boy's about to swim for his life. My plants are thriving. It's exhausting, actually. They're massive. My patio is now more plant than patio. It's more like a jungle than it is a plantio. Some may call it. You know, that's what that is. And then for cooking and baking, I don't think we've baked that much this year, but I am co-hosting a dinner party very soon. So that's happening. Traveling, I would say. Oh, and then like you know, the finances that go into traveling, I'm doing really well. I paid off all my student loans and my car note, and I am saving aggressively to be able to travel internationally for the first time. Debt free, debt free. Yeah, I would say overall, like on my vision board, outside of like that one time I stopped doing yoga, I'm doing pretty well, even without my logistical vision board in effect. I think I'm also really good at once I've established habits, I stick with them. So I feel pretty good. What about your vision board and your abstract ideologies? What you going for? I'm looking at it now. I want to say that I'm doing pretty well too, more or less. Like when Chris and I set up for him to start doing CrossFit, it definitely helped me set up a routine too,、uh, because I was definitely someone that was like, "Oh, I'm going to go whenever I feel like it." Which now, like in the month of June, having that mindset is. Really difficult because before we would plan out like literally the month in advance. Like we're gonna go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, and me not doing that has also given me the ability to be like, hmm, I'll just go tomorrow, or like I'll just go not now. But when I have it written in my calendar, like I don't like. White out. I don't like crossing things out. So when I say that I'm going to go and do something and it's written in the calendar, I'm doing it.、Um, so I would definitely say I need to get back on that. I've been going pretty pretty consistently though, three times a week since February. I mean, since January really.、Um, being food smart is on my vision board, and I want to say that's the one thing that I have been struggling with just recently and. Like towards the end of the school year, ever having pizza parties every other day. They want to go out for lunch. I was traveling a lot, and it was just a lot of things going on. So definitely going into the latter half of the year, I want to be more cognizant of the way that I'm preparing food and eating at home and saving money by doing that. In terms of the revolution, you know, the revolution is a marathon, not a sprint. So we out here doing all that good stuff, <laughs> burning down the patriarchy and the man. Is there any ways that you Want to improve for the next six months? Is there anything that you're kind of like thinking about that might need an improvement? The biggest area that I think I could fall out of would be the fitness area. And right now, I will say, even though I've stopped going to CrossFit, I have been really strict on my dietary habits because I do know that you can't give one up without 
being strict on the other. So when I was going to CrossFit, I wasn't as strict with my diet, but I realized and recognized that if I'm not going to be working out, I have to be, I have to be on it with the diet part. And I think I've done pretty well. I've seen success in the numbers that I've been measuring. So I haven't done the body measurements that they did in CrossFit, but again, like the weight part, I've been doing really well at and being really diligent and effective in that regard. So I think just finding a way to make sure that I don't drop the ball in that section, but everything else, I think I'll do pretty well at the it's, it's happening. We'll bake more again and co-hosting a housewarming pretty soon. Yeah. I'm, I guess I wouldn't say co-hosting. I'm really just doing all of the cooking part and they're hosting. I'm just again, showing up and cooking. So I don't know. You might be on the lookout for my catering business in a few months. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, yo, that's it. That's the one. That's how we make that secondary income. I think what the trio called it, alternative income. And it's not an OnlyFans, which is what I thought it was. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So have there been any changes since the first part of the year until now? Yeah, I am debt free, y'all. I have done it. We'll talk more on it on a different episode as to how it happened. But because it was not in the plan for this year, that was definitely I had not planned on clearing out debt for at least another like year and a half. But some pieces really fell into place and helped clear that out. And so that is a massive goal that I've accomplished in a much shorter amount of time than I initially planned. So I'm really happy for that. And it has allowed me to push my timeline up on other things, which is really nice. Yeah, because we even discussed in that vision board episode was you discussing your plan towards being debt free. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. So congratulations on that. In terms of me, have there been any changes? Yes, I did put on there that I was planning on doing law school this year, but that is now changed. Another two years, you're right. We are going to discuss that later on in our upcoming episode, just because there are still things that need to fall into place for this to happen. So I don't want to say anything prematurely and then we have to go back and retract anything. So that's probably the only thing. I still am on the same deadline to take the LSAT and um, study because I was studying so hard already that I didn't want to stop that momentum. Um, So that's still happening, but that's about it in terms of changes, I think. These are significant changes, y'all. I promise we will. I know it's vague now, but again, Em and I are both waiting for some final pieces in our lives to fall into place before. And I think we're just both, I get in that regard, we're both superstitious in that I don't like to talk about things if they're not final because I don't want it to essentially jinx it and then it doesn't come true and then it's a whole thing and it's because I talked about it too early. And so just know, I promise we will discuss a little bit more about how all of these things fell into place, but there are still a few more pieces, just like we're playing Tetris, you know, we're just waiting on that long four one to clear out those four lines. So that's, that's all it is. That's all it is. We're not secretive. We just had to wait. We just gotta wait. We low key secretive. This is what pe- is this what people say when they mean like we move in silence? Because we're not really moving in silence if we're hinting at it. I love when people post that on their Instagram, like moving in silence. My money speaks for me. I mean, my money don't speak for me because I'm a teacher, but I wish it did. Anyway. <laughs> also, how are you gonna be like? Oh, I'm moving in silence on Instagram. Like, how are you gonna say you're moving in silence when that's like already a sound? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you on the social media talking about I'm moving in silence. So we know you're moving. Like, <laughs> like you making sounds. I'm confused. Are you confused? Okay. Is there anything you'd like to change with your vision board or not even change, but add to your vision board going forward? Cause you know, this is again, it's not set in stone. It's meant to be pretty fluid and pretty open. Nah, I really don't. I don't think so. And there are, I guess there are certain goals that I've kind of set for myself that I don't necessarily, I don't want to put on the vision board because I don't want to put it on a timeline. Mm. So I know we had that whole like dating episode, right? Like that's something that I'm working on towards thinking about considering whatever terminology (laughs) you want to put on it. But I'm not going to put that on the, like, you don't, that just doesn't seem like a thing that you're like, oh, I'm going to get married this year, like. Which I will say then, that vision boards are also, like, you and I took an approach to make it a year, right? But vision boards, and, I mean, I don't know if you've seen Last Holiday, remember? Mm -hmm. Her Possibilities book. book. Her Possibilities book, which I would consider Mm -hmm. a vision board, because that was just, like, possibilities for her whole life. So, I think like while we took a year approach at it i also needed to be i needed it to be yearly because knowing me i can like easily lose track of that and be like oh yeah it's a 10 year goal you know whereas if i'm like no this is happening like this year i had to put a deadline on it again like i don't like crossing things out of my calendar if it's already you know written in and so if that is something that you would want to do i think you know it could be open to that I look at my board and I think I should have been a little bit more intentional in terms of like also my savings goals and like becoming closer to being debt free. Like law school is expensive, y'all. I mean, I already have student loans from my bachelor's and my master's and I would love to have that, you know, somewhat paid down. So I think if I could change anything and maybe on the back, what I will do is maybe make like a tracker or something. Like I've seen people use trackers when they're tracking their debt-free journey and it kind of just gives you more of a visual of what it looks like. And so maybe that's the only thing I would change is me being more cognizant and conscious of my desire to be debt-free. Well, don't would change it. Go ahead and add a little addendum to your vision board and just, and like you said, put on the back, put on the side, put it somewhere. So, you know, don't talk about it, be about it, you know? Actions yeah. speak louder than words. Ooh, are you on the Instagram too? <laughs> you know, I know how to open the app. <laughs> I'd be struggling to post. <laughs> it's a struggle, y'all. But yeah, are there any last thoughts that you have about vision boards? And that will be kind of... This is a good check-in. I think we can say so far, Christopher, successful. Emma, work in progress. And that's it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts? I don't think I would ever do a vision board longer than... Actually, that's not true. Maybe it is true. I don't know. I don't know if I could do a vision board farther out than a year. Mm -hmm. I think I'm still at a point in my life where things are so flexible and fluid that I don't want to commit to a vision of my future in this moment. There are some short-term things that I know I do want to accomplish. And I think that's what I... That's what I took out of the vision board. And I just wanted to... Things that I definitely wanted to do in the next... I would say even 18 months, because again, Brazil is next summer. Mm -hmm. So that was a year and a half out from when we were making the vision board. So I think for major things like that, that's about as far out as I can get. I love it. I love it. My last thoughts are, you should do it. I think everyone should do it. I think that this is a great way to kind of 
visualize the things that you are saying. It's it's one thing to be all talk and it's another thing to write down your goals and to write down your visions. I could see myself doing kind of like a possibilities book. I like that concept of it, you know, things that I would want to accomplish. I don't think mm-hmm. that it needs to be set in stone where it's like, oh, I'm going to get married and it has to be at this castle and it has to be in this dress. Remember she had LL Cool J's face all over the place? I imagine you said castle. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I am a princess. <laughs> she said not venue. No, she said castle, this castle. Are you can are you confused? Because I'm not confused. Anyway, so you know, like it doesn't like I feel like things like that. Though I love the thought of manifesting and you know writing down your goals and dreams and just seeing it come true. Because I think it's another thing to write it down and actually, you know, your words have power. So, so did you give this a five, a one out of or zero out of five star rating? How would you rate vision boarding as an activity? Ten stars. There are only five. I doubled it. That's how much I love it. I would give mm. it not actually I would give it a four and a half because your girl was struggling. Like, I think because I'm so creative brain. No, I don't even think I'm creative brain, but I was just like, Chris was done with his and I still hadn't even started mine. So you can say that's how that went. Because he was like, Are you done yet? I'm like, Yeah, I'm almost done. He was like, Are you done yet? And I was that's why his got posted. That's why yours got posted on the Instagram so much earlier than mine, because I was like Still trying to figure out where exactly I was going. So four and a half stars, if you have time. What would you give it? Zero out of five stars. Two out of two and a half out of five. Two and a half. It's a cute activity, but like if you're gonna again, it doesn't. If you're a person that like that visualization helps, great. For me, I was gonna do these things with or without the vision board anyway. Mm. Mm. That's how I feel about it. I I'm just that kind of person. Like it was just gonna happen. So. It's gonna happen, happen sometime, maybe it Be time. like that. I guess, real quick question before we go into our questions. Um, do you feel like your vision board and your use of the Passion Planner overlap? Yes. Oh, At Passion just, Planner? At Passion Planner, hashtag PashFam. Let me just plug them real quick. I became aware of the Passion Planner in college and then now used it a couple years later while she was in her master's and I had always kind of just been like, Oh, it's kind of expensive. Like I don't want to use it. Oh, it's kind of expensive. And then this past school year, I bought myself two. There was one that was on sale. It was an academic one. It was on sale for $8 for some. Oh, and then it was on the other ones were on sale too. So I was like, let me try the academic one. And then let me try the actual one. But a passion planner is so great because it basically in the beginning, it gives you this option to kind of map out your goals for the next five years. And then it gives you, I think it's the next one year and then, oh no, it's 10 years, five years, and then one year. And you circle one of those things as part of your goals. And that's like the thing that you work towards. And so every, at the end of every month, they also have these like reflection pages too. And so you kind of think about like, what went well this month? What didn't go well? Who helped you get there? How would you change moving into the next month? So it's really reflective. And I think that working on both of them concurrently really helped me to center myself and be very intentional about the things and choices I was doing. So yeah. So I was just curious. I know you gave me, I guess you gave me one of your extra ones. Yes, because I ended up buying a bigger one. (laughs) I'll try it out, you know, for the, probably for the latter half of the year. 
in the next like few months or so and it's a 12 month undated so that's the yeah i really like undated ones i don't feel like bound to dates but i'll let you know you know it'll probably be part of our end of year vision board check-in that we have in december january of next year if we do this again all that stuff so i just wanted to tie that in because i know you have talked a lot about passion planners shout out to now let's plant I'm just saying. Oh, yes. Plug in. Plug in our friend. Plug in our plant friend. Mm-hmm. She uses them, so now we going to try it out. Well, Emma already uses it, but it'd be like that. I love it. All right. Well, then let's move into our rapid, rapid fire questions. questions. Bum, 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 bum. Mind you, I just want to put it out there for everyone because I know everyone's like, oh my gosh, why don't y'all have the sound for that yet? Emma and I have tried really hard to find it and I I don't know where it is. I can't I can't find the sound clip to edit into the episode. So honestly, it might just be Emma making that noise for the rest of forever. So if y'all know the sound and you can find it and it's not like copyrighted and it won't get the podcast removed from the internet, let us know because we cannot find it. We have tried for almost a month and a half now. So Hashtag struggle bus. But with that, would you like to go first? Do you want me to go first? Because I think we both actually came really prepared this time. Ooh, you can go first because you're younger. Okay. That's weird. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, (laughs) All right. So my question is, if you were given the ability to shop for essentially like unlimited money and you could go to a store, buy whatever you wanted for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. the caveat was there's one thing that you could never buy again, what would that one thing be? And this can't be like something that you've never bought ever before. And thusly you'd be like, oh, I'm giving up something that I've never had. Like you have to give up something that's meaningful, thoughtful. You would actually buy otherwise, but you can't buy it now because you can buy everything else. What would that item be? What would you give up? I think I'm confused by the question. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I let's rephrase the question. Let's try something different. I've thought about it because that was the original question, but I'm going to workshop it right now. Thank you. I'm dumb. (laughs) Okay. So the premise is still the same, right? You can buy anything you want from the store, but you have to give something up like from you. So like an ability, a part of your body, a facet of your life, like you have to give it up. It's gone, but you're basically on a, Unlimited shopping speed for the rest of your life. What would you give up? What's going? What's gone? Bye, Isaac. Just kidding. (laughs) Dang. At Isaac. Uh, I don't know what happened. She said it, not me. I'm just kidding. That's funny. Um, I'm gonna edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to, oh my gosh. Um, you gotta give something up. Something gotta go. You giving up your teeth? You know. <laughs> I could buy more teeth. Came, you know, I don't know. But they gotta go. Something gotta go. You oh, getting rid of your hair? Something gotta go. You know what I would actually give up and that would actually be heartbreaking to me? Mm. My pillow. Oh, that little pillow from the her birthday episode, y'all. Her lifelong pillow that she's had forever. She loves this pillow so much that she broke her mother's ankle. Okay, she sprained her ankle. <laughs> Second of all, she don't even remember. So I don't know if it, that even counts. She broke the ankle right in half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give up? If I had to give up something, oh my gosh, I think I would. 
Wow. Okay. I did not come prepared with this one. I, you know, it's because I, the question that I asked is different from the one that we're answering now. But if I had to give something up, if I had to give it up forever, and I could forever, buy it forever, and I could buy whatever I needed for the rest of my life, I think that I, oh, but what if there's an apocalypse? I was going to give away my ability to like raise plants, but then what if there's an apocalypse and then I can't go to the store? Yeah, oh, you know? You need it. I'm going to give up my passion for a passion. I'm going to give it up. A mm, passion for, for, and I could buy anything that I wanted. Oh, I can't. Oh, this is wild. I thought this was going to be a lot easier, actually. Oh, here. How about we bring in a guest? Isaac. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you are given the ability to go on a shopping spree for what? Ever you want your basic for the rest of your life for the rest of your life you on this shopping spree you can anything you want this ah ah whatever but you have to give something up on your end to do this and it has to be something that's meaningful to you I gave up my pillow if that helps you what would you give up oh what would I give up yeah just so you could go on this unlimited shopping spree I will be honest the first thing that I said and I was just being funny now just in case it makes it you give up, me up I I was just joking you give baby. me up I was kidding baby. Really? I said no. That's not what you were just telling me right now. You said you'd give me up. I'd give you up too. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give up my ability to play video games. Oh, that's a good one, Chris. Chris said he would give up his ability to play video games. Then what's the point of shopping? (laughs) The whole other rest of my life. What? Wow. Like hooping. Wait, so football or hooping? Those are two different things. I would say hooping because I'm already done at football. No, I think football would be more meaningful. Well, I guess hooping, yeah, would be more meaningful because you're able to hoop for the rest of your life. Right, you know, I I could hoop until like I'm 60. Mm -hmm. Wow. I would give up hooping. So, or would you, or would you give up your athletic ability? Okay, first of all, I need to go on a shopping spree. (laughs) It's not like one spree. It's like literally you have unlimited money. I don't know if that's worth my athletic ability because it's like all the things I'd want to buy are kind of useless now. Are you just buying sportswear for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> so you're hooping, your ability to hoop in the name of the Lord to break ankles. You know, because I would cross people up on a daily, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing the Lord's work out there. <laughs> this yeah, man. Oh my God. Thank you, guest. Okay, so my rapid fire question. Should CEOs get an ethics pay raise. Now, I'm going to give you a bit of context. I was listening to NPR the other day, and they were discussing how CEOs of all these major companies, in addition to their salary, get pay raises when they follow or kind of like, and I said it to Chris in kind of a colloquial way, and I was like, they get a pay raise basically for being woke, being sustainable, and being ethical. So, on top of their salaries, and we know some of these big CEOs be making money, money, should they have the ability to get an ethics pay raise? No. What kind of dumb, stupid question? I don't get... No one else gets that ability. That implies that the job is inherently immoral. Mm-hmm. If you're getting a pay raise for doing the right thing, that implies that the base expectation is that you're not doing the right thing. No. That's it. No. No. <laughs> I was also a solid no on this too, but that that article, or I guess that segment, did bring up some interesting 
points because there were some people who were like, no, because if they get an ethical pay raise, what are they doing with their regular salary? And then there was other people who were defending them like, well, at least they're doing the right thing. Okay, but as doing the right thing, that should be already part of your salary. Maybe we should do an entire episode on the ethics of CEOs. CEOs. (laughs) (laughs) Of CEOs and just leave it there. Boom. Period. That's That's the segment. But while we are heated, both literally because it is so hot outside and mentally because we're talking about this ethics pay pay raise, that is it for today. Still angry. No, no, no pay raises. But anyways, Emma, where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the Tea with Crema. If you would like to support our work or possibly just buy us a cup of tea, you can also find us on Venmo at the Tea with Crema. You can also stream us anywhere that you stream any of your podcasts. That's all, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, sausage.